Hello and welcome to the Glory Bee podcast. I am Jessica and I'm here with Tiffany from Glory Bee. Um, yes, I know it's been a while, but we are, life's thrown us a couple of curveballs and so we're trying to get back on track. Yes, here we are. So um, if you heard the last podcast, you would remember that I've recently had a baby. So if you hear some little squeaks in the, in the background, please <laughs> excuse that. I do have my little one with us today. Um, but we are here and we're ready to share some encouraging words with you all. So thank you for being here. Uh, let's get to it. Yeah. So today we're talking about getting healthy, mind, body, and soul. So we're just going to go through um, different ways that we can focus on getting healthy because it's really easy to let life get the best of us and not take care of ourselves the way that we should. So we're going to talk, uh, we're going to start with um, being healthy in the mind and mental health. So that's um, self-care. Yeah. So you, and that looks like um, different ways. Yeah. Um. One of the things that comes to mind is that, just so praying about this, is like, if you need to take medication and you know that, you know, especially those of us that have lived experience, um, if you need it and you know you need it, take it. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no condemnation or shame. Not at all. To yeah. take medication. Um, Lord knows that I have been on a slew of things. And, you know, as I've been able to heal been able to dwindle down Mm -hmm. um what that cocktail has looked like and there were seasons that I needed a lot more and there were seasons that I I didn't need and there were seasons that it just I I needed to feel the pain Mm -hmm. and walk through it so that was one thing that really came to my heart is Mm -hmm. that if you need medication it's okay Absolutely. I've definitely gone through seasons like that too, especially when I was, you know, going through counseling and working through the healing because when you dig stuff up, it's, it's painful and it's, um, it's okay to have some help balancing those, those hormones out and helping those, um, those neural pathways to heal (laughs) because it takes, um, effort and energy and sometimes we need some help from science with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, along with that, there's other ways to take care of yourself, like um, journaling and artwork. There's different types of like therapies that you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, self-care can be um, getting a massage or getting your nails done. And I think it's important, we talked about, especially going through this um, bit of a recession that we're coming into, you know, making sure that we're staying within our means. So as much as we would love to go and get our nails done, and maybe in the past we could afford to go and get our nails done, but sometimes that looks a little bit different now. So maybe we get together with some girlfriends and we paint each other's nails, or we have a mom or a friend or a sister um, help us do our nails. Yeah. I think that's really important is to think that we can, we lived in what we could do or what everyone else does, mm-hmm. and then the reality is like, what what is self-care in in the means that the Lord has given me in this moment, mm-hmm. and yeah. so um, this is a season where I'm like, ooh, yeah, I need someone else to paint my nails. It doesn't need a professional. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yep. it, we're in that season, and and that's okay in my life. Um, and and it may be just that you're too busy to go and spend an hour at the salon, salon whatever, yeah. and that's okay too. If that means you know, taking a few minutes to take a hot bath. You know, that, that can be good for some people. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, I know in this season, it's been, for me, it's been really diving into counseling and not just, mm. not just like I checked the box. I went to counseling. Mm-hmm. I said five things that were sort of, but I mean, truly diving into counseling and that yeah, takes vulnerability and yeah. trust. And definitely it brings up stuff like it brings, mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't anticipate how much it would be brought, <laughs> brought up. I didn't anticipate all the feelings that came with it yeah, and navigating that and trying to say, this is what I feel, but is this truth? And mm-hmm. asking people and having people challenge me in my thought process has not been easy in this season. It's not been... <laughs> I don't know that it's easy in any season, no, to be, or, to or be or fair. Or not been what but I it's wanted. Hard. I yeah. Um, but, it's, but it's good on you that you can go and, and do the hard work to get yourself to dig through that um, the mess that's in your head. Because especially when you've gone through any kind of trauma, um, it will mess with your head. And there are things that, that need to be processed and things that need to be kind of waded through and figure out, okay, what is this, what of this is true and what of this is lies that need to be filtered out and, and rewired. Yeah, yeah. And being able to have someone, you know, like Jessica, when we were sitting together and you were like, hey, that's a lie from hell. And having someone sit with you and say, hey, where's the truth and where's the lie? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I mean... If I'm just being vulnerable, there's times where I'm like, I, I can't identify that lie. Mm. Or I don't believe that that's a lie. Yeah. And coming to the table in years into healing, still being able to say, I don't believe that that's a lie. And but, but, that's, yeah, but that's, that's the deception. Listen, you know, that's the deception. You know, when, when you're at a place where you really do believe that the lie is, is truth and that's. Mm. That's what makes it so so hard and so um, so difficult to to change that, and mm-hmm. that's you know what's why self care is so important. So finding ways that can make mm-hmm. you feel loved and um, relaxed and mm-hmm. rested. So sometimes that's um, listening to worship music. Sometimes yeah. that's watching a TV show or two or three. You know, doing that in moderation mm-hmm. and making sure that it's um, life giving. Right. I think is the key of, of self-care is that it's life-giving. And yes. that looks different for every for everybody. Some yes. people enjoy sitting and watching a movie, and some people enjoy going out and being around people. Mm-hmm. You know, every, every person is different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we're talking about, too, is like, oh, my gosh, I can get sucked into, like, criminal minds and, mm-hmm. you know, like, those crime shows. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you're right. Like, is what part of this is life-giving? Yes. Um, you know, cause that's, that's, that's what our choice is. And this, and this world that's, you know, the fall started with the, the knowledge of good and, um, good and evil. And I think it's really important for us to focus on what, what is good and life giving and what's evil and death bringing. Right. I mean, what, what is killing you slowly and what is building you up and encouraging you? Because yeah. those, I mean, think of those things that are lovely. That's, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. I guess being have watching axe murderers aren't it's like <laughs> you know <laughs> um, we we all like like to do some things sometimes which you know can can bring us to the physical um, vices you know we all have our vices sometimes yes. and I we like to call those 
sometimes things, you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's okay to every once in a while do a little bit. I'm not... Uh, it's okay to indulge sometimes, right? It's okay to make some not-so-good choices as long as overall we're choosing life because we're we're not perfect people, right? Yeah. We said, um, I was always given that... 80-20. Are you, yes, are you yeah. hitting that 80% um, of the time? Absolutely. And like 20% you, you leave to that human error. And I don't mean like going out and just making just, hey, I'm going to go drink and drive or anything like, <laughs> right. like some things. But just are you are you hitting that target 80% of the time? And I used to have this, for me, this bar is like I, I need to be perfect all the time. And mm. realizing that only Jesus is perfect. Yeah. And so when I was able to say, okay, we're... In a human standard, what can I, what can I meet? Yeah. What can I, um, And that's, and, that's so good because it's so easy to feel, um, be overwhelmed with guilt and shame by not being perfect. Right. And trying so hard to meet whatever standards that you feel like are acceptable. So some other, other self-care things that you can do, finding hobbies and, um, things that you like to do that are enjoyable. Yeah. Um, me and my husband, we like to cook. So that's, that's one thing that we find enjoyable to do together. Um, and it's especially, you know, now in these times when we're, we're not going to out to eat as much, you know, we're cooking more at home. Um, it makes it easier to kind of control, control your diet. Um, mm. you know, which, mm. which brings us to that, that physical and taking care of your body, uh, making sure that you're getting a variety of foods, um, making sure that you're limiting your sugar intake and drinking enough water, um, those are just important things to take care of your body. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. I think in this season, that has been a, a big struggle of mine. It's I'm the heaviest I've been in a long time. And I know I tend to eat my emotions, your emotions, <laughs> and the next person's emotions. And the way that I want to celebrate that is by eating... Like, let's eat that. Like, oh, we were happy, let's eat that. We're sad, let's eat that. Mm. You know, and understanding, okay, where, where's that where's that balance? And understanding that food is a gift, but food does come, like, there's still, there's wisdom in that and, and taking that moment step by step. Mm -hmm. um, and that has not, that hasn't been an easy season for me. Um, and I love to cook. Mm -hmm. I enjoy cooking. Um most of my family doesn't enjoy it as much as I do. Um, but I enjoy cooking. Um, and I love, um, this within the last year I found crafting to be mm. an outlet. Um, it's probably the reason why I'm not in jail is because <laughs> I can craft. <laughs> so glad that you found a healthy outlet. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that y'all are not writing me letters from prison. Yes. I mean, like, honestly, that is, I think finding something, I, it was hard for me to find something that wasn't food related to, mm. to express myself, um, or, you know, and I would justify it like, oh, I'm not doing drugs. I'm not doing alcohol. Mm. I'm not, but I'm still hurting myself. And so definitely finding this season of like, what's another healthy way to celebrate and to reward myself that isn't food giving. Yeah. Um, and understanding that that is still an addiction for me, you know. Um, and so that comes definitely for the physical for me. And like walking, we talked about walking and moving our bodies. And mm -hmm. my mom and I talk about during like commercials, just moving your body 
what that does. And you were telling me just in the morning before we drink coffee to move our bodies. And mm-hmm. that... Yeah, somebody told me once that um, moving your body can actually wake you up better than caffeine will. Mm-hmm. Like the, the goal of um, getting your blood flowing is what helps to wake you up in the morning. And yes, caffeine does do that, you know, kind of artificially, but you can get your blood flowing by moving, whether that's, you know, just taking some big lunges from the the bedroom to the kitchen, or um, I like to do some little air squats, you know, bend your knees, put your hips back. Um, (laughs) I get to the kitchen, I do some little push-ups on the bay window, um, or do some high knees, you know, lifting your knees up Mm -hmm. towards your chest. Um, Just those little body weight exercises, and I just did like 10, 10, and 10, whatever. Um, and just a little bit of movement to get your body flowing. And, um, you know, when you're tired, it's so hard to do, (laughs) especially in this season that I'm in of, um, you know, caring for a newborn and Mm -hmm. a toddler is just, um, I'm really exhausted. And so for me, it's been a challenge to keep myself moving as well. Um, and you know, I I like to joke that I'm doing plenty of, of exercise and carrying around a 10 pound weight you know, my baby girl and I'm doing plenty of squats, picking up toys all day, you know, so I'm getting a little bit of exercise in, but I think it's also important, you know, to, uh, intentionally move your body. So like taking the dog for a walk, that's, that's helpful for me. And so I've been trying to make sure I do that, especially before it gets too hot in the day, um, getting out, getting up that little bit of 30 minutes early, um, so that I can have a few minutes to myself to, read a scripture or Mm. make myself breakfast or brush my hair before the kids get up. You know, (laughs) some of those things that if I wait that extra 30 minutes to just lay in bed because I just want to snooze a little bit, um, it just, I find that my day does go a lot better if I will just bite the bullet, roll over before I'm ready and begrudgingly get out of bed because I choose myself I choose to say to myself in the morning that this is the day that the Lord has made mm. and there's joy in the morning and I'm going to choose to be happy to be awake. This, uh, Thank you, God, for another day. Um, and I've really, really been trying to reframe my mind mm. um, because my, <laughs> my thoughts in the morning used to be, I don't want to be awake. Why am I awake? Mm. I yes. hate being awake. Like yes. literally, this is what I, my self-talk yes. would be. Yes. And um, it made my mornings really crummy. And so I trickled down the effect of the rest of the yes, day. Yes, it did. Yeah, and then it's like I'm grumpy to be awake. I, I can't be kind to my husband or my kids or the you know the dog or anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So um, for me, having that positive self talk um, has really been a game changer for me. Yeah, I definitely can relate to that. As I notice when I wear dresses and I take the time to actually do my hair and makeup, it definitely affects. Mm-hmm. Not, I feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah, not. You feel you know, good when you do. Yeah. Um, and even if I don't, and in a working on appreciating myself even without makeup, because I tend to be like, "Ooh, there's some dark spots there," or "Oh, I think everyone sees this pimple." That I'm like, I ask anybody else, they're like, "No, we don't see what no. you're seeing." Yeah. But you, you see it, and so you, you know, just. It's, it's not easy, you know, for me to love myself the way that I am. Um, and then mm-hmm. understanding, okay, where's, where's some of that is trauma? Where's some of that, like, people put that jacket on my back, like, that mm-hmm. doesn't belong to me. And being able to say, 
up, you know, I, this is no longer, this no longer belongs to me. And I'm not going to wear that cloak of shame that was put on me. Mm -hmm. And where's this like, hey, this is something, this is a core belief system that I believe that I need to work through, you know, with God and with, you know, in a support system. And it's just where is, you know, is this, and where's truth in some of this? Yeah. So that can um, bring us to the next point we're going to make about fellowship, mm -hmm. about being around people that are safe and being around people that are positive. Because um, part of self-care is uh, not isolating. Mm -hmm. and, and while there is a balance, you know, some people are introverted and they prefer, they recharge when they're alone. But there's also, it's not good to be isolated all the time. That mm -hmm. was, you know, part of what was so devastating about the pandemic was everybody was isolated. Like you were yes. stuck in your house all alone. Yes. And, you know, that's why I thank God for, you know, video conferencing and video calls and FaceTime and all those things that kept us, you know, somewhat connected, but still being around somebody that can physically touch your arm and say, Hey, I'm here for you. Yes. And I love you. And I, I'm, I'm happy to see your face. Yes. And, and that's, it does kind of get you out of yourself of, worrying about me and what I look like and how I feel when you're really looking at someone else and say, Hey, I feel for you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and getting out of yourself, um, kind of gives you that. Yeah. I definitely learned a lot about myself. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how people work from home, but God bless them. <laughs> you're like, I, I don't, I don't, I, it, it gave me a whole new respect for other like people because I was like, I, I'm such an, an extrovert, and mm -hmm. so, whew, that was a tough season, um, and my poor mom, like, <laughs> she, I, you know, definitely was with me in that season of depression, it was so hard, um, but I know that, you know, so many other people felt the same way, and so much more grief and loss during that time, mm -hmm. and I think if it didn't, it did teach us the art of fellowship around people mm -hmm. and you didn't I don't know about you but I didn't want around it wasn't healthy for me to be around someone that was that's all they could was think about is yes. put negative like I was yes. like I'm already struggling with my mm -hmm. stuff and if I constantly was like well Jessica my dog died my cat died yeah. I don't like I want the color yeah. pay my house I don't like and we all have our stuff but there's there's that walk with me and my struggle and then there's, there's, I'm wallowing and, and choosing and, misery. Yeah. And, well, and I think it goes back to that same thing of choosing life or choosing death. Like right. you have, and I, you know, you have to be very choosy with the people that you surround yourself with because, you know, iron sharpens iron. So mm -hmm. you want to be around people that are, that are life giving right. and not, you know, killing you slowly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's so, no, I mean, yes, it's like you're, you're sitting in carbon monoxide and not even realizing it, Yeah, you know, and not. Yeah. You know, and I don't know about you uh, and I, friend, people, to, I do kind of a friend audit every year mm. and I look at people and there's some people that just, I know in their season of life, they, they can't give, but I do, I'm like, how, how much did I pour into this relationship? Mm -hmm. How much did they pour into me? Mm -hmm. How much was this a healthy, really? Mm -hmm. And, and that, I look at the, a, that is so wise. Yeah. I do it every year around and my friends laugh at me. But not everyone stays in that friendship circle, you know, or that close. Some people move, mm -hmm. some people move from like acquaintance to friends, 
to friends to that close circle. Yeah. And that I can tell. And from that close circle, sometimes they move from that close circle to just a friend. And they don't get as much of me mm-hmm. as because I don't have to give. You know, and we've only got so much time. Yes, yes, you know? yes. And that's, that's, seriously, that's very wise because you don't want to give in to somebody that's that can't give back, for one. And you want to make sure that you can, there's some reciprocation there and making sure that we're discerning with God. Like, is this somebody that I should be around? And I think that's... And that changes in seasons. Absolutely. I think we go into friendships where we're like, you're going to be my friend, girl, for life. And you're like, wait a minute, girl. You done took some turns. Yeah. We don't need to... I'm like, I'm not trying to do nine to five. You know, like, I'm not going to do life with you. And I was like, in shackles with you. I meant, like, so I think... You know, again, with age comes wisdom. Oh, hopefully, yes. <laughs> hopefully, Generally. you're hoping. Yeah. But you know, I'm in that that child mindset of like, you know how you were that you're not little girl, and you're like, this is my best friend. You really believe this best friend, and like, first grade is gonna be your best friend for life. But as you get older, mm-hmm. you understand that ebb and flows of life. That some yeah. people just start in it for the ride, and some people are in it for a season. And um, that's and that's okay. Yeah, that saying is that sometimes we hold on to people that are supposed to be in our life for a season yeah. longer, and so yeah, for, you know, friendship and um, who we fellowship with is important. Yeah, so we can talk about some of the places where we can find those safe people. Mm-hmm. Um, belonging to a church is a great way to find some healthy people. Um, yeah, um, and making sure that the church has people around your age, you know, in that or in similar life seasons as you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, and don't get me wrong, some of the best friends I have are um, more seasoned and have been, but also you need some friends that are in maybe your. If you're single, I hope that you have single friends. Absolutely, you know, and if you're if you're married, I hope that you have married friends that are closer closer to your age that can speak wisdom in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ironically, um, I've been praying for a crafting friend and mm-hmm. I ironically met a lady at, um, Tuesday mornings, um, oh, that fun. happened to be a Christian. Um, and just, um, so you just never know where, yeah. you know, you're going to meet someone. Yeah. Um, but I just felt led and I was like, Hey, I love to craft if, you know, and we just got to talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just ended up just being a little treasure in this season of me wanting just some single friends and a crafting friend. That's great. Um, so yeah, when it's amazing what, what prayer can do Mm -hmm. and, you know, having an open mind and, Mm -hmm. and being willing to receive, Mm -hmm. um, cause I've got, I mean, I've made great friends at the playground, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's part of being spiritually healthy is making sure that your prayer life is, um, intact. So like spent that you are spending time with God, regardless of whether you are doing that corporately within a church or doing that in a small group with other friends that are in your life stage or doing that on your own, mm-hmm. um, in your quiet time, whenever that works best for your schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I definitely yeah, agree with that. Yeah. Prayer is just, you know, having a conversation with God, like mm-hmm. that's God is supposed to be, you know, like our husband. And so that should be your, your best friend because mm. you can tell him anything. And mm. if you're angry with him, that's okay. He can take it and he yes. can hear it. And um, giving time to sit in that thought and wait for a response mm. is important, I think, 
Um, because it's so easy to just talk and talk and talk and talk, you know, <laughs> yes. you know, and one-sided yes. prayer is, you know, uh, we can all lament sometimes. And, or one-sided uh, conversation. Yeah. You know, you, you don't know, want me to dominate this entire conversation. Exactly. <laughs> it's a lot more fun when it's a two-way conversation. So taking time to sit and pause and be in that quiet. Um, and that's hard. That's mm-hmm. hard, especially when you first start doing it. And um, just with certain personalities, it's really hard for me to sit and be quiet, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, taking the time and effort to just sit and listen and just breathe. I know in this season of, I've said, I usually say, Dan, this is a season of suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, I don't have any other word, but just season of suck. Um, and in this season, I have been in it, season of suck. I was like, I just would go to, I love water and I would just sit at the water and I'm just, and all I could say to the Lord is I'm angry. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, and you know me, I'm, I'm not a woman of few words, mm-hmm. but then those times I don't have it. I don't have very many words. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have, and or I can just say, I'm, I, I'm here and I'm showing up. You're going to have to do the rest, you know? Yeah. And you know what's great about God is he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows and he cares. Um, and one thing that can help us to be spiritually healthy is knowing those characteristics of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes through, you know, reading the word or doing studies, but knowing that, that God is good all the time and that God has good plans for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Um He's just, he's merciful, he's gracious, um, and he is love. And knowing those character traits of God helps us to make it through the suck of this world, <laughs> you know, because in this world we promised um, trials and troubles and we can take heart because God's overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And so we know at the end of the day, at the end of our life, you know, we can come face to face with Jesus and... Um, He's going to tell us one of good things. Well done, good and faithful servant, or not so much. For me, I never knew you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So part of being spiritually healthy is, uh, like we talked about, Bible study. So whether you are reading the Bible on your own, um, if you don't have the Bible app, I strongly recommend that you would download it. It's literally called the Bible app. Um, looks like a little Bible. It says Holy Bible on it. It's got all the different different languages, different versions. It's also got plans in there. So if you're looking for a Bible plan, they have like three-day plans, seven-day plans. They have the Bible in a year plan. Um, and they've also got events. So some churches will also put their sermon notes in there. Mm-hmm. One thing that I love about Gateway is they have their sermon notes in there. So you can be in church on Sunday morning or Saturday evening whenever you go. And click on events and it'll pull up the map by you and you can find the church that you're in and click on the church and it'll bring up the scriptures and the notes and everything so you can kind of follow along. Um, All sorts of little fun things. Um, And then once you find a church, um, you know, you want to find a community to plug into, whether Mm -hmm. that's, you know, the serving community, if you're serving, you know, with the kids ministry or if you're fi- found a Bible study group or a life group that you can just do life with and um, focus on truth. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely agree with that. Another great part of um, being in a church is getting that cor- 
corporate worship, mm. um, you know, being in a group of believers and singing worship or worshiping through communion or um, prayer, all of those things. Uh, if you don't have a good a good radio station, I love Air One. Mm-hmm. They're they're fantastic and they're like everywhere. So yes, um, you know, find some good worship music that you can just pour your soul out and um, you know worship worship the God that that made us. Yeah, and I like singing, mm-hmm. whether you can sing or not. I mean, it's just a joyful noise to the Lord. That's right, and He loves to hear it. Yeah, I do enjoy, I enjoy worship, and sometimes it it's hard to read the Bible for me. Um, it's been used. As a you know, weapon. and not as a weapon. Yeah. Um, and there's certain parts of trafficking that you know, um, it's been used not to literally steal a life, and I hate that. Mm. Um, but worship is something that hasn't, and so I love worship in a different way because that's when I feel most connected to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know? What I love about a lot a lot of the worship um, songs that are out there. They're usually centered around scripture. Yes. So if, you know, just reading through the Bible can get, um, it can be hard, you know. Um, but one thing that's really good to do is memorizing scriptures. So finding those nuggets of truth mm-hmm. um, and not, not taking scripture out of context, um, which can be, you know, twisted around and used in a negative way. Um, but it's important to memorize those scriptures that are, that are life giving and, and asking God, what, what are you telling me through this? And Mm -hmm. is this truth? And what, um, well, they tell us the Bible is truth, but the devil likes to twist around words. Like, did God really say, Mm -hmm. did God really say you would die? You know, and that's, that's one of his first attack methods is bringing in that doubt. Yeah. And bringing in that, you know, that shame. Yeah. Well, the Bible says that God is love. God can't contradict himself. So we know that we can look in the scriptures and find the truth. Like if it aligns with the character of who God is, then we know whether it's truth or not. Mm. A little bit of a to-do about how to get healthy um, for your mind, looking for self-care and ways that you can care about yourself physically um, watching what you are taking in and the energy that you're putting out. And then spiritually, what are you feeling, filling your soul with? Yeah. What's feeding your soul? Yeah. Yeah. So any, any final words? If no one's told you today, you're precious and you're loved. Jessica and I started this podcast just to read the population of broken women, um, especially those that have, su- have suffered trauma um sexual trauma we wanted just a space for women to just know that there are other women like you mm-hmm. and that you're not in this space alone if you ever need prayer or just someone to reach out um you know info at glory b um dot org or tiffany t-i-f-f-a-n-i at glory b dot org mm-hmm. you um, can also reach out through the podcast as well um and yeah, we're here for you. Um, we wanted to make sure that anyone that's hurting, anybody that's gone through trauma knows that they're not alone, mm-hmm. um, regardless of, of who you are, 
or how you identify or what you've been through, like we're here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. you don't have to be alone. Right. Like right. the devil wants you to be alone. And we want to tell you that you're not alone. Right. You're not alone. Um, you know, and, and from this side, this side of the microphone, um, we're reaching out to you as, as best we can. And so we're just letting you know that our ears are open, our, our hands are ready. We just want to love you well. So I hope that you have gotten some encouragement from this message. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions or concerns or comments. We'd love to hear you. Um, if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. I would love to connect with other survivors. Um, and we can use our words to encourage others. Amen. Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you guys soon. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye.